Blog Talk Radio. Seriously. I tell you, I hate this thing. Everyone, everyone, stop. The show's about to start. everyone welcome to another episode of no conduct radio once again i do apologize that i had to manually play our intro because technical issues that's why uh tonight we're talking about dangerous and stressful jobs we want to hear your story we did have a lot of incoming um stories about stressful well more dangerous jobs than stressful jobs so uh, we'll go ahead and talk about those tonight. We'll also have a couple of interesting questions that came our way for the panel. And uh, before we even get into the dangerous and stressful job, I wanted to play a sound clip for everyone uh, to hear from uh, YouTuber Lauren Southern. So that's coming up right after I introduce all our hosts. So tonight is me, as usual, Kai, BJ Logic, and Char. How's everyone doing? Doing good, doing good, doing good, doing good. Thank Y'all thank sound you. dead out there. It's usually Logic is what? the only one who sounds dead. No, I'm doing, I'm doing okay. Sure, <laughs> uh, the are you there? Sure, she's coming. Where's she at? Energize the bunny. Sure. She got to go mix a white Russian first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Logic, how are you doing? Hopefully, hopefully the drink, huh? <laughs> what else would she do if it oh, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that, was like, oh, that went hey, over my head uh, for a second. Shut up. Hey, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of those light bulb moments. Like, please, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, so logic, what's going on with you? We know you just woke up and you're just chilling and I just started the day and everything like that, you know. Is how I do. Why you gotta make your voice like that? Because that's exactly how you sound. Did you ever notice when when women are doing a guy's voice, they always like sound like something's wrong with them mentally? <laughs> oh yeah, we can sound like goofy. That's how you sound. Your voice. Uh, this is logic. Uh, you ever notice how women always gonna make you sound all goofy? That's how you sound. No, nobody. Uh, no, my voice is much more robust. Uh, yeah, it's in, it's in process. You know, it's in the works now. It's just I left that 
the Social Security Building, which is like heavily guarded. I guess it's like Fort Knox, the Federal Reserve. You know, if you go down there, make sure you, you know, don't bring your bags. They don't ask you do you have any tasers, weapons, or knives in your duffel bag or whatever you carry, you know. But yeah, in the Social Security there. Office. Yo, yes, it's, it's, they search your bags and then you go through this like metal detector. Social Security. They still, they still know. have the divider down there, right? The, the glass. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, they have the um, they have booths that you go up to like 18 of them. But before you get inside, they have you like stop. Uh, they do like the um, the wand search, whatever you know. And if you have a bag, you have to search the bag. They ask you um, you know, do you have anything like weapons or whatever? That's crazy. I'm thinking this is so security building, right? I thought I was going to for something like a um, I don't know. It just like make you like you. It's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Everything's on high alert for security, but the social security building. Um, and it's yeah. But the DMV doesn't have any armed guards, so I don't understand it. <laughs> don't understand it. Hmm. I, maybe they had, I don't know. You got to somebody had to explain that to me. What's going on? All the security and they got to carry weapons and uh, bulletproof vests in the social security building. I don't understand. It. I don't know. Weapons That's and amazing. a bulletproof vest in the security building. Yeah, you can, well, you can tell when a guard has a bulletproof vest on because he has that his top is like overly spit out, you know, like bulky. So, you know, they walk around and oh, they're really? all puffed up like you. I didn't know. know that. So you, um... What? You know, walk, I didn't up. know that. <laughs> you didn't, really, you, you, uh, do you have, have you seen a SWAT police? Any any police around your area? I know you live in, you know, the first... <laughs> yeah, but I don't really, like... I mean, I see police officers, but, I mean, like, they're usually I mean, driving around or whatever. Like, I don't know. Oh, they're in cars, so, so you'll have even... Okay. Right. I don't really pay attention to them. They're just cops. Oh, doing whatever until, until, they stop you, until they stop you, you get nervous, right? Then you pay attention. Yeah, of course. That's different. <laughs> they stop me. Okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> no. Nobody? Yeah, okay. but still, oh. that's, yeah, I got you. But that's very crazy that that's how the DMV looks now. Uh, but that's no, in Philly, right? Bill. I mean, oh, we have to go to one in Philly. I don't know the rest of it. I mean, hey, I don't know. Maybe where you're at, it must be to walk around, you know, and you know, just flash lights in the change. I don't know. I mine. I just mine is right near the mall. I just go in there. It looks normal. It has a bunch of chairs. Oh, oh so you, you people behind windows. Hey, you know, you cool. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I apologize. Oh, I also wanted to see if you get the experience. If you ever saw that movie, um, um, Escape from the Bronx, if you can picture that, if you ever saw a Kai, you know, you in a like, you know, nice area, you getting just crazy. Do you go to the Bronx? It's like, yeah, it's that kind of thing. You live behind well, a wall. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I might, I might go just to get the experience, so I could tell my children that, you know, one time I went downtown oh. Philly, and yeah. Well, <laughs> A major city, yeah, a major city. You know, people live in major cities. You know, high rises, buildings. You know, skyscrapers. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I stay away from the okay. city as much as I can, and I don't know anything about that. So sorry. That's kind of logic right. area of expertise. All right, logic. The city. Uh, yeah. Okay. No. But he, logic. He, Anybody? <laughs> Well, moving on. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I'm kind of lost right now because I'm looking at this girl's post on Facebook. Her name is Queen Barbie 
underscore 213. She has up there. She has a picture of her and her kids. Your phone is starting to go in she and out. Queen Barbie underscore 13. Her and her dad's up there. I've dated better-looking, college-educated, financially stable men with flashy cars and bank accounts. But at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, you're still the one. Hashtag <laughs> ten years of friendship and love. Wow. What? That's Facebook. I was supposed to be. I up with her just for that. That that's crazy that you even took that one. And when I tell you that this chick is marginally good looking, I'm I'm really I'm trying to be kind here. Because she's painfully average. Just it's this whole thing. I'm 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 reposting this on my page. Yo, go look at my page and look at this chick. So 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 you trying to say you had to be intoxicated to really like yeah. His page is Logic Wiseman on Facebook. So search for Logic Wiseman. Um, while you're posting that to your page, I'm actually going to play this clip by uh, Lauren Southern. And it's, it's y'all have to bear with me. It's like three minutes and 46 seconds long, but it's worth stick, sticking around to listen to. Logic's going to love this, and y'all will see why. Here we go. Okay. Hello, my name is Lauren. A few years ago, I uploaded this photo of myself holding a sign saying, I don't need feminism because I believe in equality, not entitlement and supremacy. To my surprise, the photo was shared all over the internet, from BuzzFeed and even on Time magazine. I got a lot of support for the photo, but I also got a lot of hate and criticism. Most of that criticism from feminists who claimed I did not know what the word feminism means because feminism is actually a movement for equality. So today I wanted to speak to those feminists and explain why I'm still not a feminist and why third wave feminism is not in fact a movement for equality. I want to start by asking a question. If feminism is a movement for equality, why do we not see equal representation of both genders issues? And why do we not see feminists complaining about benefits that women have over men in certain situations? I bet very few people watching this video right now know that around 100,000 to 140,000 males are raped annually in U.S. prisons. This is more males raped than females in the U.S. annually, yet feminists remain silent on the issue. Almost half the domestic abuse victims in the U.S. and Canada are men, yet there are no safe houses for them, no court advocacy programs, no subsidized counseling or legal care like women. Despite being half the victims, they are basically ignored. Men make up 80% of suicide victims, 92% of workplace deaths, 97% of combat deaths, and 77% of homicide victims. Men are objectified, men are raped, men are mistreated. Men are held to ridiculously high societal standards, just like women. Yet feminists continue to place this blanket judgment over all men that they are all privileged, and all women that they are all oppressed. Yet, as a woman, I will almost always win custody of children in a divorce case. I will receive less than half the sentence a man does for the exact same crime and actually have my rape and assault accusations taken seriously and I won't be laughed at for not being manly enough. 
With one quick Google search, I can find a safe house in my area if I have been in an abusive relationship. As a woman, I am more likely to get a government or military job, despite qualifications, just to fill a quota due to affirmative action. And I am also more likely to get into a university because of my gender. So if feminism really were a movement for equality, you would see feminists rioting about the 140,000 men raped. You would see them questioning the fact that women get less than half the prison sentence a man does for the exact same crime. Yet, we do not see equal representation of men's and women's issues. Despite popular belief, feminism is not in fact a synonym for equality. I'm not trying to say that men have more issues than women. My point is that both genders have issues. And to argue that feminism is a movement for equality and doesn't just represent one gender's issues is quite frankly ridiculous. So this is why I'm not a feminist. I'm not a feminist because I believe that both genders should be treated equally and both their issues should be addressed. I'm not a feminist because I believe I should prove that I'm worthy of a job rather than having it given to me to fill a quota. I'm not a feminist because feminists are unintentionally creating a world of reverse sexism that I don't want to be a part of. So I will stick to promoting equality and justice rather than a faux form of equality under the label of a gender bias word. Feminism. Drop the mic. Thoughts? Wow. Did you drop the mic? Uh. <laughs> uh, before we go into that, you can actually view the video on our website, www.noconduct.com. Just go ahead and it'll actually be on the homepage. You'll see why Lauren Southern is not a feminist. If you don't see it on the homepage for whatever reason, I don't know, you don't want to scroll down, you can actually click on blog up on top, and you'll see it as the first thing there. So, Logic. Wow. I, uh, yeah, I've been saying this for a long time. All of that same stuff. I mean, I guess it took a girl to say it, but, yeah. yeah, It's unbelievably ridiculously... The things that they do, and the stuff that you know, I think also, as I've said before, I think men are partially to blame too because we allow these kind of things to happen. It's just railroading to happen, and not you know, kind of speak up for other men. You know, like to me, again, any woman that's one that really wants to be fair would have to look at the uh, family courts of this country and be honest and yeah, say that it true. needs to be revamped. You know, because this idea that two consenting adults who get married and then it doesn't work down the line that the man has to pay the woman for the rest of her life or until yeah, yeah. she decides to be truthful about the fact that she's in another relationship and cut herself off from that financial support, most women don't do it. They have a boyfriend they, they, for the rest of their life. Yeah. Yeah. Even even I've I've even heard of that from a dead man. Like a dude that died and his, you know, pension or social security is going to this woman. She'll meet a new guy and yeah. be in a completely late but refuse to marry him because she still wants to get that money from That's this crazy. dead guy. That's crazy, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to me it's just it's it's unbelievable the stuff that goes on. Well, that's what they were saying that, um, what's her name, um, Kimora was doing. That's why she didn't marry Jaimon. 
But again, again, I had to blame him because why would you be involved with someone that doesn't want to move forward with you because she still wants to get money from a guy she used to mess with? Like, what's up with your self-esteem that you're going to actually stay with this chick and not only stay with her, have a baby? I know. I'm like, all right, well, you know, I'll tell you what. (laughs) We can split this last sandwich we're about to have today. And I'm going to keep moving. All right, good luck to you yeah. and that, you know, four foot two dude that you was messing with. Right, yeah, out. I had a baby. Yeah, now, now he's locked down <laughs> giving up money. Yeah, so she already got money. She get money coming from him, too. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, as if the child support is not enough. Like, you used to. I know. You want, you want the alimony, the house, and the child support. Like, you got to get off three. And like, what's wrong with you? You seem like a healthy woman. You can't work. Yeah. You yeah, can't go out there and get a craft, something that you're good at, tap dancing, something. Come on. Yeah, plus you want to ex- <laughs> the, um, support your um your uh your fashion line, whatever she got going. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, uh, God, I don't even get Yeah, that's just crazy. But it all well, it all ends up with the dollar bills, man. Dollar bills. Well, I heard this the other day, and I just knew I had to play it on air for us to bring it to our listeners, because I don't know. I, I know Lauren Southern is a very popular YouTuber, but I also know that some people dismiss, you know, I guess videos that they see just because of the headline or maybe it's not Kim Kardashian shaking her butt or whatever. So I, I wanted to bring this to our viewers to say this is basically what we've been saying from, like, day one. And so maybe if somebody else said it, a woman says it, then you'll right. listen. And, that, and a woman get hired for the quota, that's just, yeah, that's that's how it is, too. Well, that's true. <laughs> you can sit there being a man, and, and there's a woman beside you going for the same job, and you like, and you look, you know your um, chances are, like, real slim because he's he probably thinking that the, the, the guy interviewing you, I need that woman to add, get my quota, you know, just for, that's, that's how it is. Wait, you need a woman to get your quota? Wait, I missed something. No, 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 not quota, sorry, not quota, but the um, uh, wrong word. I'm sorry, I was looking at something else. I'm looking at quota, but I'm, I'm looking at another word. Um, you know, uh, you have to hire a certain amount of, um, you know, minorities and women into the company. So, oh, you know, you okay, I see what you're yeah. saying, yeah. I was reading something. Which is what she was saying. Stuff. She'd rather get a job yeah. based on, you know, her skills rather than, you know, affirmative action for women. You know, I, I, I completely agree. I, I completely agree. So, um, Char. Char, see there? Char. 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 Yes, you got it. <laughs> Nobody knows. <laughs> the trouble I... All right. So, anyway... <laughs> I wanted to play that clip, like I said, so I'm hoping it reached at least somebody and somebody understands what she's saying about feminism. Because to me, and I'm a woman, in my opinion, feminism is a joke. It's just a reason to get women, I guess, where they what they want. It, it actually doesn't help anyone. So that's what I think. So anyways, we have a lot of good questions today, um, and we have a lot of good stories um, and one of our shows coming up actually is going to be about the paranormal, which I'm getting flooded with stories about that. What? Also, I wish people I wish people would call in rather than send paranormal. us their stories, but whatever. Either way, paranormal. it comes, it comes. 
Yeah, paranormal well, stories. We don't have. We, we, I don't know about that. What? I said with podcasting, that's how it is. Everybody's on their own schedule, so it's not like a radio show where oh. everybody can oh, yeah. call in and listen in at the same time. So that thing, I think that's the reason why they just send it in. Yeah. I was going to say for our upcoming paranormal um, show, we don't have uh, <laughs> C on anymore. We've heard little ghosts who love her <laughs> to tell us any more stories of how they, you know, tried to make love with her while she was sleeping. But um, <laughs> Oh, Bobby Brown said that too. I made love to a ghost. What? Really? Oh, yeah, I heard that crap. Like, I was like, okay, whatever. Bobby. Who? Who? What? Bobby Brown said that. That he, um, um, one, he woke up one night and he found himself making love to a ghost or the ghost make love to him, whatever. I was like, what were you smoking that night, man? Come on, that heck. <laughs> he said that in an interview. I mean, I he could have just been in a really good dream. Uh, uh-huh. No? I, I think he was just in a really good dream. I don't think he woke up and was doing that to a ghost. I think, I think he was high. That's what happened. <laughs> yes, I, said that. I was like, what was he smoking? They said, well, I made love to a ghost. What? What's the owner? Because he was high. Because hey, he was high. Be- oh, just tell him, I want regular weed. Just say it. Regular weed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to lace That's with all. nothing. But anyway, nothing let's go ahead and get into these stories because I, I, have a, I have one really serious question that is being asked of us. And I think we talked about this like a while back, but this person really wants uh, assistance with this question. So, oh, and then God. there's a couple other questions that I want to get to. So, does anybody know about stressful or dangerous jobs? Anybody ever worked in a stressful or dangerous job? Uh, I mean, whew, see, being in a relationship, see, being married, yeah. <laughs> wow. You count that as a job, douche? Anyway, yeah, but not. I heard about you know these linemen that um, go up like all the way up on the um, these uh, power lines. They need they use like helicopters to get up there. That's crazy. Uh-huh. I mean, I think that's a yeah. But yeah, my number one thing is marriage and relationship. Yeah, that's fine. Marriage is I'm not a job. It. Sorry, it's not a job. Yeah. yeah. Did you I, get no, paid okay. for being married? I'm still waiting. Still waiting. <laughs> what about you, Logic? Any stressful or dangerous jobs, or know anybody who do stress? Who does stress? Wait, what's the correct English term? <laughs> who does stressful? Yeah, anybody who, who they works do. So anybody, jobs? anyone, anyone who does stressful jobs. Now, I don't know. Anyways, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, yes, I, I used to work. A, I used to work a stressful job. I was um, I was in trucking. And uh, if you think people in regular traffic is bad, like I don't, I I know for a fact that people don't think about trucks. I mean, you know that they're big, and most people think, you know, they're slow. But to have a car when you when your vehicle is sixty five feet long and it has a pivot point behind you, so if you turn left, that thing goes right, and vice versa. Um, okay. To be traveling at like seventy miles an hour and you're eighty thousand pounds, there's there's no brakes in the world that can stop. Like you can't stop. 
and to right. have like a a golf mini jump in front of you and hit the brakes because they're lost and they just stop for instant. Wow. And so you have to try to figure out what you're going to do because no matter what, as we discussed before, the cops come to the scene and, hey, man, I know how it is. Just tell me what happened. The right. police are always going to try to find a way for it to be the truck's fault because right. you are a, quote, professional driver and That's you should have known oh, wow. whatever it is that sh- could possibly happen in life. But how are you supposed to know that this car was just going to speed in front of you? I'm just telling you what they say. I'm just telling telling you what they say. They say because you have a commercial license that you, no matter what, uh, you should be able to assess the situation before it happens because you're a professional. But my thing is, okay, so that's like telling a construction worker that has regular people just walking through his construction site and they get hurt. Like, hey, you should have known somebody was going to walk through here and get busted in the head with a brick. But that's your fault. Oh, wow. You know, so that, you have to go to jail yeah. for, uh, you know, reckless endangerment or whatever. And, yeah, that's what we look at, not fines, but jail time. You know what I mean? That's, that's crazy. That's what a, that's what a charge driver has to look at, you know. That's crazy. So, Needless to say, that, that was a ridiculously stressful job to have at that bet, time. Man. And um, I did I did the beast of all beasts. I did uh, New York City every wow. day wow. during rush wow. hour. Yeah, so. Would you, would you had a 54-footer? <laughs> no, it was a full-size, full 48-foot yeah, oh, yeah, long. Truck. Um, oh, 48? No, okay. tractor trailer. Tractor trailer? Yeah. I got 48. Okay. Big boy. That's crazy. Hey, I mean, I, I, I can't even imagine driving a truck in the city. I've just driven in a taxi cab, and I was just what, traumatized from that. New York? So I can't even imagine. <laughs> and aren't the streets, like, uh, really, really narrow? Uh, it's not that they're narrow. It's they just, just, they're, they're normal size, but it's just a lot of a lot people of everywhere. So, like, yeah. Where where it shouldn't be a car on the corner, there's always a car there. There's always yeah. a car there. So you there's just there's certain things that you just you in a truck anyway. Like if That's you have to crazy. turn down the street, sometimes you have to go down seven blocks and make a left seven blocks and come around to another seven blocks just to get to that corner where just you could have been block. able to make that right. But you know it's just so much traffic out there. It's like you're going to be holding up traffic. And blah blah blah, and then they're gonna try to give you a ticket. It's just ridiculous, you know. Just if you want to get an idea what New York City is like, just go downtown in you know Center City in the summertime around twelve o'clock. Twelve o'clock, yeah, twelve o'clock. Yeah. Around twelve o'clock, Center City. I would say Broad and what do you say? Thirteen? You say Thirteenth and Broad? Yeah, where that tower music was, Ooh, where that yeah, was, yeah, just yeah, go yeah, there yeah. and look. And, and then multiply like, that by 10. Which oh, is wow, you still New multiply York. that? Good Lord. No, 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 <laughs> not multiply the density. Multiply that by 10 People. blocks in every direction because that's Manhattan. Oh, wow. That's where I was. I, I went to Manhattan, Bowery Street, and everything. That's where oh, I had crazy. to go. And then, oh, you know, it's just... And then Scarsdale well, was like Manny Young, you know, with the same amount of traffic. The hill. 
<laughs> without trash. Well, that's what I was going to say. Can you tell us, like, your scariest moment in trucking when you were in it? Oh. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll give you one in the truck and then outside the truck. But in the truck, there it was a ice storm. And what was that? This is, I think this is when I worked in Harrisburg. So I'm coming down. There's an ice storm, so it's like a glaze of a frozen ice over the highway. You know? So everything's already crazy. This car... <laughs> Goes by at 60 miles an hour. What? But then he remembers, or she, that this is the exit they need to get off of. So instead of just going down to the next exit, turning around, this person stops, tries to make a turn, spins out, and ends up broad, like, you know, if we're going north and south, he's facing east and west right in my lane. Right in your direction, dang, and I can't stop. Oh my so I god! Had to slowly oh my. now, imagine this: I had to slowly turn my wheel because if I would have turned it hard, I would have jackknifed, wow. and that would have spun me going the opposite direction. And but the trailer, being seventy thousand pounds, would have just kept going track. straight and would have just pulled the tractor with it, and I would have been completely out of control. So I had to slowly veer my truck into the next lane. And I only missed his bumper. I didn't even see his bumper. That's how close I was. His car, mm. looked, I was just waiting for the bump, but it never happened. Wow. So I probably was only inches away. That's wow. And then I yeah. had to slowly go back into my lane because there was a plow truck ahead going 15 <laughs> miles an hour. What? God. Man. Oh my God! Yeah. I would have had such a heart attack. Oh, and this and this was all this was all going downhill. Not oh shit. my God! Not you know what a tense moment. And then after like, that, oh. do you know do you know the slew of cuss words that would have come out of my mouth for like the next ten minutes? Yeah, that's true. Man. God. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of okay. Drowsy and you said there was one outside happened. of the truck. Oh yeah. <laughs> This is when I was um. This is when I was over the road. This is my first year truck driving, <laughs> and um, I think it was in Nebraska, but I I stopped at this um, rest area because I had been driving all morning. I was tired and I had to go to the bathroom, so I stopped at this rest area and went into the stall. And I was like, you know, you know how you do the thing where you line the toilet paper on the uh, seat? Yeah. So I I was starting that process, right? (laughs) But I was like, what? Because the the toilet roll was sitting up on the, um, the, it was like a rack. So I guess if you had a problem, you know, sitting down and standing up, there was this rack that you could hold on to 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 do it, you know, to stand up or whatever. So I'm like, why did they put this up there? They could have just put it in the thing. And then I realized the thing to hold the the toilet paper wasn't there anymore. So I was like, oh, somebody ripped this thing off the wall. But I didn't realize that that, it was a hole there. (laughs) And I'm thinking that it was because it was ripped off, not putting in my my mind what obviously was there. And I was like, yeah. And as I was about to sit down, I said, no, this is, 
this is something else. Then I saw a person's eye looking back at me when I looked at <laughs> Oh, me. my God. And then yeah, I, really I immediately ran up the stall and I yelled. Now, I didn't mean to yell it out, but this was just one of those reactions. I was like, they're all a bunch of fags. <laughs> <laughs> and I just jumped in the truck. I didn't even have to go to that for a while after that. Another version of another girl. How do you yell that while running out of the bathroom? No, you know why? Because I I was more creeped out by the whole situation. It was just like, ah. That's disgusting. (laughs) That's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. Now, have you ever encountered, like, I don't know, something creepy on the road, like UFO, ghost, anything like that? Me, personally? Something you couldn't explain? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Hope. Um. <laughs> the glory <laughs> hole? <laughs> um, now, this is, this was years before trucking. This was um, just, you know, I was regular. I was just driving. And um, I was coming from... BJ will will know this. Um, there's an area like an hour away from Philly. It's called Montgomeryville, mm-hmm. and I was heading from out there from the 309 area, and I was heading okay. back into Philly. So there's parts of that trip where it's just a long stretch, long stretch, yeah, of darkness. It's not. It's just, yeah. you know, it, that's like kind of on the edge of Bucks County. Going into like in the Shamney area, so it's like it's, are, yeah. It's a, yeah, so it's a long stretch. Um, but yeah, I was driving and I was going down this long, this dark road, and then out of my peripheral vision, I saw no matter of fact, I did, I actually looked out the passenger window, there was a face while I was driving, looking back at me outside of the passenger window as I was driving. Oh, my God. So I just looked straight. I was like, oh. And the whole time, it was still there. What? And it was, I saw it moving, but not moving from that window. It was just moving, like, looked like this head from my peripheral. It was just moving its head, looking around. And then... Once I got to, where, where was I at? Hold on. 309. Yeah, once I got to this area on 309 where the street lights came back again, it, it, then it, it went away. So what, you just pretended like it wasn't there? It wasn't there? I didn't want to look back at it. Like, what was I supposed to do? Why not? Up, What's going on? What? Nah. <laughs> no way. <laughs> You're Listen, I did the rational thing. I put on, I, I put on 98.1, started listening to the smooth sounds of Kenny J, and was trying to ignore this and thing that was in my peripheral no vision. Oh man, I, I had to look. You had to look. No way. No, I didn't. Have, I didn't have to see that a second time. No. I mean, seriously. If you look at it, what are you going to do? You can't really get out of the car at that area because it's still there. Like, what no, are you going to do? And it's dark. I you know, know what I'm saying? I'm not going to stop the car and I, like, what's going on here. No. No, no. You, I mean, you, you, can, you, can, you, can, you, can, you kept driving and, and, you know, you're looking and say, okay, what, what can that be? 
you kept you turned away and kept looking you know, straight in for peripheral. I'm like, yo, I've had. Did you at least now. speed up? Did you speed up? Speed up. Of course I sped up. I'm a rational individual. But it, but it, I went but from it, 70 to like 90. But You're trying to get to where people were. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and, and, and yes, I'm, I'm not a, a, a deranged individual. I looked at it and went through the natural cycle of, okay, is right. just because I was looking at something for a long time and now I'm just seeing shapes right. in my, you know, because that happens. But no, yeah. this thing was like looking at me and moving its head. Looking at it. That's crazy. That's uh, Martin, did it have a, have a human form or or an animal? Oh my form? gosh! I mean, oh. There you go. Puff, puff, give. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> was I speaking English or was I not? I can't remember. Wait, what was? Uh, was that person speaking English? Was that you, Kai, or BJ? What did you say? That was BJ. Oh my On gosh! Typical oh, was that you? Yeah, that was a yell. Oh my god! Okay, logic. So <laughs> which one? Which question have are? a human form or animal form? Hmm. Was it what? I uh, did it have like a human form or an animal form? I mean, well, I know it was quick. As I said, it was, I don't know where you're getting this. I looked at it for a second to try to identify <laughs> what I was looking at. I saw it. I know it wasn't as quick like, oh, well, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. No, <laughs> I, I swerved. I hit the rumble strip. <laughs> oh, then once I said, oh, no, time to go, time to go, time to go. And did you start sweating? <laughs> you start so you can make out if it was big fed or if it was just some fist, like a, it, Listen, a all, all I could see was like, from the, the collarbone area up, and it had a humanoid look to it. Wow. Now, if you awesome. want me to describe skin texture, whatever, I can't. No, I no, it's the face had a humanoid <laughs> look to it. That was my question. That was yeah. my question. It's well, humanoid well, or well, animal. The part, that creeped, the, the, the part that creeped me out the most was where the eyes were. It was just devoid mm-hmm. of anything. It was just nothing there. But it was, it was a face. And, and expressions on that face, and that's what bothered me. So, at, at 90. Question, was, was, that, was, was that the last time? I don't think I would have been at 90. I would have been more than that. Just, wow. I would have turned on all the lights in the car. Look how many truckers probably have ran into, a, uh, literally ran into a ravine or or a medium or whatever because they saw, they've seen something they couldn't explain and they didn't have time to react. I'm pretty sure this is not an isolated incident, especially when you're in those desolated areas for a really long stretch and it's that dark. And you know. Well, no, I wasn't truck driving. This this wasn't had nothing to do with truck. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I asked him about if he had any crazy thing happening trucking, but he told us this, which was even crazier. So. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, that was that was uh that was a bit much. <laughs> All right. Well, what about you, Shar? Have you ever had any stressful or dangerous jobs? Not at all. Really? <laughs> wow. No. BJ, you're surprised. Come on, yes. <laughs> Very much. Well, I, so. I mean, the most stressful job I've had, and I, I guess the most talk. dangerous was retail. That's kind of stressful and dangerous. I, uh, I almost got in a fight with a customer. I almost got in a fight with my manager. Oh, that's a stressful uh, ending. Oh. <laughs> okay, well, that is stressful ending. Okay, you guys, I do have a story. I'm sorry. Kai just triggered something. I you did. Know. No, no, it's about <laughs> retail. But I worked in, no, Kai, you made me think of this. When I worked in retail, 
I was really young. I think I just turned 19 or something. But my husband at the time was dating this girl before me, and ha- she happened to be a seamstress. Okay, we're all, like, very young, but she was learning how to sew, whatever. So he gave me, for some reason, he gave me a dress that she, that she sewed. And I said, oh, it's such a pretty dress. I think I'll, I'll wear it to work today. So anyway, you have to put your name tag on, obviously. So I just decided to put my name tag on before one more. Why did this girl see me on the bus? And she's, like, giving me this stare down, like, oh, my God, you be, that's my dress. So when I get to work, I go down, I go into my position or whatever, and I think I had to, like, scan her items. She had a truckload of stuff she was buying, and guess what? Her cart declined. And she knew it was me because I had the last name of her previous relationship, which was my husband, and she knew it was me. Imagine I'm wearing her dress, and I literally have to, I'm in a position where I have to tell her, Oh, I'm so sorry, but your card has declined. <laughs> you can't buy any of these. I bet to me that Shocking and disturbing imagery. <laughs> I was already uncomfortable. I was wearing her dress. I wanted to take it off and throw it at her or rip it off. Imagine how uncomfortable I felt. And then I have the name tag on. You can't deny who I am. Oh, my God. Talk about the worst embarrassment ever. She felt like it was personal, like, yeah, I know why you're doing this to me. I know why you're doing this to me. No, it's because you have no money. How <laughs> next, <laughs> my dear Shaw, how does that compare to being a firefighter or a truck driver? <laughs> well, you wow. said retail, so something about a fire with a manager. I just figured it was up there on the I same was being you know, level. funny. What's your retail? <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's what happened. Like, I thought it was very stressful at the moment. I've never done any. I mean, I've always had very pleasant, fun, unusual jobs in entertainment. I've never even, I mean, I just, uh, no, nothing. I've got nothing. Nothing stressful. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's all I can remember. All right, well, so I'm still doing <laughs> Kai, my listeners, all right. Message this. Put, that, put that nitrous oxide <laughs> gas tank off, cut it off. Oh, my God. Wait, what did the listener say? Oh, my God. I just can't. Oh. Anyway. Uh, so we've had some people, well, this one listener worked in a, a haunted house. Um, they said, I know it doesn't seem very dangerous, but it really can be both for the actors and the visitors. So... <clears throat> He had a oh, story a on once when, huh? A fake haunted house. I thought you meant. Go ahead, got it. Yeah, a fake haunted a fake house. Haunted house. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he had a session. story of once when he got hurt and the customer got hurt. And um, you know, wow. he was talking about there were certain areas where it, it looked like a closet, but it was just an empty place with with just sneakers under it. And um, so when the people were distracted, he would burst out with a false um, chainsaw. The chainsaw didn't have like a, had the, the I don't know what you call it, the grate in it, whatever it's called. But people are too, people are too scared to even look at that. Um, so he said one time he burst out into a couple that was wandering through. As I came at them with the chainsaw, the girl started screaming. The guy yelled, get away from my girlfriend, pivoted on his heel and sidekicked me in the throat. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he said, uh, a few minutes later, his boss came into him and told him the guy was in high- handcuffs and did he want to press charges? And he said, No. Oh, wow. Well, that's why he wow. said, another time, no, 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 no. I want to wait. I want to stop it there. 
why would you not press charges against a person that paid to come there to get scared? You scared them, and it kicked you in the throat, and you said, nah, it's cool. What? Oh, I thought right. he got sliced with a chainsaw. I thought he got sliced in the throat with a chainsaw. That's why I said, was it a real chainsaw? So he what? got kicked uh, in the throat. Go drink a club soda and come thought, back when you recruit. Okay? <laughs> I thought you said he got sliced in the throat with a chainsaw. Go get a strong cup of coffee and come back. Charges, obviously. <laughs> come back in an hour. No, Char. He had a fake <laughs> chainsaw, scared these this couple, and the girl said, I mean, the dude said, get away from my girlfriend. And throat kicked mm-hmm. him. That's what happened. Wow. That's incredible. Wow. He didn't press charge. So late. Wow. So late. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I couldn't okay. piece it together because I didn't so know if You, think, you think he should have pressed charges. <laughs> yeah, he Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Why? Listen. Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Well, I, my thing is, That's I think like, he could have just been wait, a wait, 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 reaction. Me, he got scared. He fought. No, I, I don't want to hear it because, again, you're paying money to go to get scared. Don't tell me right. about your knee-jerk reaction to being scared. If you know that you react in a violent way to being scared, then why are you going Don't go. The house? Yeah. You, if your girl is into it that much, you tell her to get her sister or somebody else, and then you'll wait in the parking lot because you know that if you go in there, Jim Brown is just going to come out of you and you're going to start kicking people. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> stay outside. Have a pretzel chill. At, you know, right. when she comes out, hey, how was it? Don't go in there and start yeah. kicking somebody in. Oh, you get away from my girl. What? Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't press charge. That's crazy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he, well. He didn't, plan, he didn't plan to go to work. Wait, this, listen, listen. This, is, this, is the, this is the same kind of equipment. That's like a guy going to a massage parlor, and they say, hey, all we got left is male masseuses. He says, okay, yeah. He goes in there. A guy comes in and says, okay, where's your problem area? He goes to touch him, and the dude jumps up and punches him. I don't like men touching me. You just pay <laughs> for a guy to massage you. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Oh, no, that's okay. He just punched me in my mouth, but that's all right. No what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm under the jail. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I would have thought that he was just scared, and this is just how he reacted when he was scared. That's what I would have thought personally. Okay, well, but, do um, I get to punch him back in his throat? Because that's how I react when somebody hits me. me. So let him square <laughs> up and let me talk back and punch him right in his Adam's apple and we're, we're square. Right. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I, I would have reacted the same way. It's a reaction. What do you do? You're human. I would let someone just punch him in the throat anyway. It's not like he just slapped him on the hand. Oh, get away from my girlfriend. It wasn't like that, so... That's pretty serious. Yeah, it would have been well, a death up in there with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, he said like another Bruce time there were these... in the mirror room. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. He said another time there were two middle-aged women who had panicked earlier in the house and ran ahead, separated from their group. I had a vantage point to uh, earlier rooms in the house so I could see them come in. I should know these kinds of people are the most fun to scare because you know they're genuinely terrified. Anyway, these women uh, came in, and they're falling for every trick in the room. 
The beds start shaking and they screech. They recoil in horror at the props. They pull open the curtain and jump backwards right towards my false wall. I burst out and they scream again, slowly advancing towards them. I stand between them and the exit, growling and waving the chainsaw. I back them into the corner where they sat down clutching each other and sobbing while I slowly waved the chainsaw closer and closer to their heads. One of the women started peeing herself. It was it was glorious. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, that wouldn't have been me because you wouldn't have cornered me. I'd have started throwing stuff at you. And it's been tested, and that's the last time I'm ever going to a, a, a haunted house. Um. Wow. Did you, really, did you did you not know that about yourself before you went to the haunted house? Did you not know? No, I've never been scared a... to that extent before. Wow. Like, I just to... usually, like, okay, the only other time I've been scared is I saw a ghost once and I ran the opposite direction. That's it. But I never, so I've your, never really. Your fear, your fear overriding your common sense of knowing that this was a controlled environment <laughs> with people volunteering to be there that night. I, I don't know. It was into... really dark. And people were popping out all over the place. So I told this story houses. before. What happened I was I, uh, I used the woman as a human shield, and then I threw her at the person. And then I took this little boy. I don't know. He was probably three. I took his flashlight and pushed him out of the way and what? just kept running. So That's I so grabbed the person was. who was with me so they would come with me, but I think they were too busy laughing. So after, like, three tugs, they weren't moving. So I was like, I guess you're going you're gonna to get got. So I was gone. So but, was, uh, yeah, I found out. I found out that I take care of only the people that my rational mind tells me I care about, and everyone else around me is fair game. I will trip you so the monster can eat you first. I will throw kids what? at the monster. Oh my God. Oh, I hey, found BJ. that out about myself. Yeah. What, what, what are the, what, BJ? What? what are the things that terrify you to the point where you get like like really afraid? Besides supernatural stuff. Oh, I don't know. I already think of it. Let me see. Uh, I'll come back to me in three minutes. I'll think of it. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't, I don't really think nothing. Need really. We'll wait. That's nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I want people to You're know. Not here. Not, you know, I, I have I have a theory about what was going on, but I'm I'm we're, let's go ahead a little bit and let him think about that for a couple of minutes because I. I, I, I've only heard of girls being that scared in situations like that. Like I, I've never, not to say, not to say that dudes can't be, because I know they can be. But I don't have. Nothing. I don't. I, I don't see that. I don't think of nothing. Like I'm, a, I'm afraid of real things. Like a bear. I'm afraid. Of, I'm afraid of hike. Real, real hike. Me. That's about it. Oh, you know, falling off of a mountain or something and dying. Like yeah, you know, it's real. Yeah, that would that, be. A, that are real. I'm definitely for that. Yeah, I, I think something like that coming at me and hurt me. You, you, you get into, into defense mode, really. You know, defense yeah, I mode. I would start stripping every single. piece of clothes off of me. A bat. Oh my god. So, 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 hold on, hold on. so you can get negative. Like, what are you gonna do? It's like, oh wow. It's like Ooh. to so, make sure that so they didn't they get go? caught in my hair or my clothes or anything. Just, I would start stripping. I don't know. <laughs> what <laughs> Would, would any of you jump out of a plane? Would any of you jump out of a plane at all? No. Or have no. 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 Nope. You would have to keep uh, me out it? of the plane. No. <laughs> no. And even no. then, you're coming with me. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. no would anyone no. jump out of a plane but, naked? Doing what? What? 
when anyone, well, I heard Ty say she's stripping clothes off for the other incidents. I just thought I'd throw that in there, the naked so part. So you just thought so you figure, I'd just ask if anybody I will think, jump out of a, t- a plane uh, naked? I, yeah. I think that. Why not? Uh, That's why I was sure, stripping clothes off. You know what, let's, me, let's, let's, put let's put a twist on this. Let's put a twist on it. I think that'd be uncomfortable. <laughs> he said it'll be uncomfortable. Yeah. Anyway, the next yeah. listener said the most dangerous job they can re- recall was mounting an antenna on a 100 foot tower. So I guess, BJ, that's not yeah. for you. That's crazy. Um, no. It said first you climb on the outside, then on the inside where it felt caged, then near the top to cling to a oh. narrow outside again. No. So, have you ever seen those antennas that hold up like uh, yeah. the phone towers and stuff like that? So, yeah, he said yeah. you climb on the outside yeah. first, then you climb on the inside, which he actually sent a picture in, and it's just this little triangular inside. And when okay. you get to the top where it's more narrow, you have to go on the outside again, and it's even more narrow on there. He said every handhold, every foothold, uh, is a lesson in attention. The wind whistled like banshees. The, the steel structure was cold and sharp to grip. My tools were hard to manipulate. The simple mountain and endless complexity. That's what he said. And he said to I'm loving you. I'm spe- loving the description here. The description. Wow. <laughs> this sounds like a He book. said the view was very spectacular well. to enjoy, though. But he said after that, the ground felt very, very safe, and walking was a pleasure. <laughs> I bet it, I exactly. bet it did. I hope he got paid well for that job. Probably did, though. They usually get paid well. That's a type. I guess it's considered. Well, I don't know the construction. They they don't get they don't get paid as much as you would think though. They get that doing something like that. Hmm. Well, somebody else said so far, and I didn't even know this is what they call them. So this other person said so far fugitive recovery, which is also called bounty hunting. Right. Um, Which I never knew was called fugitive recovery. Um, They said they were shot at several (laughs) times. And they said the worst one, the guy had an SKS. What's an SKS? A rifle, a gun. Assault rifle. I mean, oh, not a rifle. Wow. I'm trying to say Yeah. Well, I didn't know. But anyway, he said wow. he, the worst one was the guy had an SKS, and that's it. Um, he used to work as a bouncer for four months, but fugitive recovery takes the cake. <laughs> I knew somebody who worked at a bouncer, as a bouncer. He enjoyed it thoroughly. He would... Enjoy you know throwing you know people out no, and suplexing people. Right. Why? But then again, his, 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 the, the, um, the perk is he can talk to a lot of women. So that's, he didn't tell you that part, did he? Yeah. I know a lot of bouncers too. They do <laughs> a lot of women. <laughs> no, a lot of he didn't tell me that part. That doesn't sound dangerous. I wasn't trying to talk to him. It was, no, but see, the, okay, let me, it, I didn't try to talk to him. It was somebody's husband. And she was saying what? she didn't like how much he liked his job. <laughs> Yeah, it's a reason. It's a reason. You know, suplexing guys. Get out of here. Be okay. <laughs> <laughs> also, touching guys um, is better than yeah. Uh, so he said. This other one said he works as a laborer on construction sites in Nigeria. Um, like when they're building two to three story buildings. Um, I don't know. He said he'll he'll carry nine inches blocks of woods um, up makeshift staircase. Uh, to build uh, cements up on top, uh, he says if he slips, he's dead. So he's extra careful while climbing up. But I guess it's not like in the states because they don't really make makeshift staircases. You have the um, I forgot what that lift is called in the states, right? Well, you got one of two. You can either have the scissors lift or you can have the um, 
the racks that they build on the outside of the house, and that's what they walk up and down in. So it depends what kind of outfit you're working with. But then you hmm. get these, um, these uh, they call the roughnecks that work on those oil rigs in the middle of the ocean. That's a, you know, I heard that's a dangerous job too. Yeah, 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 yeah that's a very dangerous job. Yeah. Okay, so somebody else said they worked in a bakery, uh, although the job is not dangerous at all when you come to think about it. But um, they okay. used to keep oh, raw stuff in the freezer, so they kept the door open and went inside, and the freezer's like this big room. So they had to actually put on jackets and gloves and go in there to find whatever they needed to find. Um, he said because he was new and this was their second day on the job, it took him at least like 10 minutes to find the stuff. Um but then he, one time he went in, you know, 10 minutes later, he's looking for the stuff, but then he turned around and he saw that somebody had closed the door uh, behind him. And as soon as the door was closing, the light went off and it was just, it, it, he just felt like he was just going to die in there because, you know, you're in a freezer. Um, he said nobody showed him, nobody showed him how to open the freezer from the inside. So, um <laughs> Yeah, so he finally um he finally oh, was oh. able to get out, but that's how <laughs> I guess it was dangerous. Which that is kinda dangerous. Is. There should be a I sign that you out. have outside the door saying inside or don't close door or something. Well well most well most freezer doors have those um the mercy buttons you can open and, and when they close on you, you know, you can push it and it opens back up. I guess they don't have a good orientation. Well yeah, but he job. said nobody taught him how to do that. He must wasn't listening in orientation. Yeah. Okay, here's one. This is interesting. I was a custodian at a church on a college campus. One of my jobs was to provide lunch and meat and bread so that the students could stop by and fix a sandwich. Payment was on your honor and was collected in a metal box. I would record the money in the box at the end of the day and put the money in a safe. Uh, one evening, three young men entered the lunchroom and took the money out of the metal box. I chased them out of the building and into the night. I caught up with one of the men and grabbed him. He pushed me away and pulled a gun out of his coat pocket. Wow. He said that very night the men robbed a nearby retail store and shot and killed one of the people there. It could have been me. Oh, God. How does he know oh, that? Oh, man. That's crazy. Really, really, really. Wow. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Take somebody down with a can of money. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, why are y'all all scoffing at this? What's wrong with what he said? No, because, I mean, it, listen, it's one thing for somebody to say, hey, somebody pulled the 44 out of their pocket when they even looked at the change to pay or whatever. It's a whole other thing to say, that person later on robbed a convenience store that night. And I, I know. Really? <laughs> Come on. Really? <laughs> you, you just happened to know it was the same guy. <laughs> that was the guy with the brown jacket. <laughs> uh, yeah. What? I must have very active imagination cards. It, it's just possible. It really is possible. They have I mean, a very anything active... is possible, but it's highly unlikely <laughs> that this this waiter. Oh yeah, this is a guy pulls the thing. He goes on about his day, and he just sits down like real on a TV show and looks at the news. And that's the guy. Real quick, what we're going to do is we're going to go to commercials because we do have a couple questions, like very important questions that our listeners want us to answer. Well, before we go, I just want to say Bobby Flay is killing it with this paprika rubbed salmon that he's doing right now on the Food Network. (laughs) Shut up, Logic. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll be right back. We're going to commercial. (laughs) 
You have been shocked. PetiteBBW.com is the online dating site for women a little shorter than the rest with a little more to love. There's big love in small packages for those of you who have been looking for your ideal petite plus size match and you finally have a place to go. There are sizable ladies, small in stature, just waiting for you. And if your idea of love is big, beautiful, and petite, PetiteBBW.com is a dating website that was created just for you. That's Petite, P-E-T-I-T-E, B-B-W.com. Check them out today. All right, and we're back. So we were talking about dangerous and stressful jobs. So we went through uh, truck driving. We went through charbine and retail. <laughs> we went through... <laughs> <laughs> we went through. Uh, I don't know what they call it, but those people who deal with the the uh, telephone towers and telephone lines, uh, apparently working in a bakery can be dangerous. Um, working in a church can be dangerous. There are a couple of dangerous jobs out there that I would never thought of. I would have more thought, you know, firefighter, police officer, stuff like that. Yeah. Bounty hunter. Bounty hunter. Oh yeah, we did bounty hunter. Oh, yeah, bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah, we did bounty hunter. Um, and I knew somebody who was a bounty hunter, but he was like did he have a feminine a guy. And I, I don't mean he was gay. He what? was just a feminine guy. And he, his like like he like he he would tell me what how he decorated his new house or whatever. He would have lavender bathrooms and lavender what? Gas. And he, he actually did, like, he would do his nails and have clear nail polish on them. I'm like, how are you a bounty hunter, though? Well, he was a yeah, bounty anyway. hunter with a feminine touch. Well, just because <laughs> he is a man of leisure does not mean he oh, can't God. find anyway, any So, like I said before the commercial, <laughs> uh, we had listeners who really want us to answer these questions. <laughs> so the most pressing question um, that one listener has is, my father has been having a 10-year-long affair, and my mom doesn't even suspect. What do I do? Oh, oh my God! Oh, awful. I'm sorry. Years. Oh, how, how does? Uh, I mean, why? Why? How do you know? And your mother? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That the mother doesn't know. Well, how do you know the parent is is not? You know, it's a kid. He's probably just not careful around right. the kids. Well, so what should he do? She shouldn't do nothing. How? I mean, if you not, it shouldn't do nothing. Well, I think I think we answered something like this before. Um, yeah, I think it is, I don't, um, I don't yeah, think did. I don't think it needs yeah, to come from him yeah. telling the mother he needs to go to the father and tell him dad, he, yeah. you 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 have X amount of time to come clean with her or I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So it, it definitely needs to come from him first. Yeah. And what's his age? Did he give his age? No age, no. I mean, it, it really don't matter. I mean, it, I know it don't matter. Bottom line is, it, you know, it doesn't matter if the the, the son is forty years old and the, the father is seventy. It's like well, that's I, still I your child. So for your for the mother to hear that from the child is going to be, you know, I, I would assume would have to be very jarring and humiliating. So it, it should it definitely come from the husband. Right, but but isn't it, I mean, that's why the child's business doesn't get involved, unfortunately. The child should not get involved. It's none of his business. So what? there is nothing he can do. I mean, if that's, that's the case, the family's going to fall apart one way or the other because everything comes out in the wash, and that's just what's going to happen. 
No, no, but wait, wait a minute. Now, Sean, what you're saying is that he should know that his mother is being hurt by this this father, and he just don't, shouldn't say anything just because it's none of his business. These are strangers at the bus stop. That's his mother. So if he knows but that his father is... But he's a child. He's a child. That's adult business. No, it no, will no. Handle you're, wait, hold on. You're assuming, you're assuming that he's a child. Well, I'm but assuming even that he's he, a child, exactly. Right. But even if he is, my point is still, as a child, he still has a certain amount of loyalty to his mother. So in the end of the day, loyalty and honor is what's important. So what he should do is not go to the mother and say, hey, by the way, you get cheated on because it doesn't need to come from the child. He needs to go to the father I, and say, I agree. you got a certain amount of time to tell my mother what's going on because I know what you're doing. If oh, you don't, then I'm I'm outing this whole situation because you can't. I mean, that's you. You got to be a certain amount of cold blooded to sit there and watch your mother think that she's in love and having this great relationship, and you know that your father's cheating on her like a dog. Like, what does that say about you? I mean, that could hurt terribly, but how is it really that child's business? We're talking about two adults as grown folks' business. Oh, I mean, do I go again assuming it's a child? I don't know. I wish I knew what the age was. But to me, it would make a difference. All right, wait a minute. I mean, let, me, let, me turn it, let me turn this around. If you were very much in love with some, you, you met your dream guy, and you have a kid that's 15, and you're running around thinking that life's a peach, but he's cheating on you like a dog. Every time you go out the house, he has another girl rolling up in your sheets and in your bed, and your kid knew about it the whole time. So when you finally stumble across it 20 years later, your kid is like, yeah, I knew the whole time. It was crazy. How would you feel? I, I guess I would be really devastated, but, you know, but I, I don't see how I could still hold him responsible for something that I'm happened not, no, when no, he was no, a child. No, again, you're, you're saying that I'm, I'm saying that the child is responsible. I'm not saying that. I'm saying how would you feel knowing that your son – or your daughter for 20 years knew that she was getting cheated on like a dog and just was, you know, eating popcorn and drinking iced tea next to you, like, yeah, well, that's her business. I ain't never mind. It's just going to happen the way it happened, babe. How would you feel? I feel like my kid I didn't care about me. I don't think it's a child's place. Exactly. I don't think it's a child's place to say anything. I just don't. If it was a grown person, then I think if, I'm, if that child was grown, 40, and came to me, I would not take it as stay out of grown folks' business. I would take it as thank God. But if you're a no, child, if, if my kid is seven years now. old, if my kid is seven, and my, my daughter comes up to me saying, Daddy, um, when you leave, Mr. Joe from across the street comes in the back door. And I told Mommy to tell you this, but she didn't tell you for the past six months, so I want to tell you that Mr. Joe comes in here when you're at work. I'm not going to say you better stay out of grown folks' business. I don't know who you think you talk. Really? Well, you know what? Thank you, baby girl. Listen, you go outside. Me and Mommy going to have a talk. Don't come in until I tell you to come in here. No, I'm not going to get mad at my kid for telling me something's up. You know what? I wish I could talk to dogs because dogs probably see stuff like, who this coming up in this house? (laughs) You, You know how many birds probably want to tell the wife yeah. that he's cheating. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, 
You know what I mean? The neighbor coming over, that bird is freaking out. What's wrong with the bird? I don't know. I have no idea. That bird <laughs> wanted to tear that dude up because he's coming in here, eating out of your cereal bowl when you ain't here. Get him. <laughs> Get him. I mean, I I agree. Like, if my kid held it from me from that long, it would be a double blow because first I'm finding out my husband's cheating on me, then I just I, – I, there's no way that my kid must possibly care about me. Like, why wouldn't you no, say he, something? Well, he he could be scared. He wanted, you know, well, it doesn't he care about you. She cared about you. Kid can be um, afraid, you know, of what's going to happen. You know, it's not the um, didn't care about you. You know, that's the fear. But but see, that, that's still that's still that's still going in the direction of kind of trying to put blame on why wouldn't you tell? It's not the blame that's the issue. It's the idea that. This could this kid shouldn't say nothing no matter what, and if they do say something, they're wrong because somehow they're out of line. It's not out of line to tell your parents about something that's going on, even if it's the other parent doing it, because that's the same place as a daughter or a son telling the the mother or the father that the other one is molesting. Like, what are you, you know, what are you going to say? It's not your place. To, you know what I mean? This is something that's going on behind your back. So this is when you, you you know, you're supposed to tell kids that whatever it is, no matter how important, you know, how uncomfortable it makes you, if it's important and if something wrong is happening, you need to speak up. You know, you can't you can't shut right. it down because they're kids. If they're telling you, you know, that, uh, you know, Mr. Jones across the street punches Miss So-and-so in the face when I go over there. Just because he's a kid doesn't mean he shouldn't say anything to you. That's something serious going on. All right, well, first of all, you ain't going over there no more. And second of all, then now you got the information of what kind of household that is over there. So if you see anything weird going on, you, you know, call CPS or whatever you do. You don't just... But Roger, you gave two accounts of physical harm. So I agree that something should be said when there's physical harm done to a child. Or, or a child sees someone being harmed physically. But if it, if it has something to do with the marriage and the relationship, I still don't see how it's that child's place to get in, the, so in you, between so that. So you don't, you don't think it's the child's place if they're like a nine-year-old and they know that their mother is doing something in, inappropriate with the neighbor or uncle so-and-so behind their father's no. back. That they should no, never not. say anything. No, that's not their, that's everything not their place. comes out in the wash. Everything comes out in the wash. God is, God is like ugly. It will come out. But I do not feel that. But under any circumstances, should the child be involved? Stay in the child. Stay in your lane. But again, if it's a physical harm, yeah, well, you what you're talking about is prison rules. Like that. That's no, if it's physical harm, that's something that absolutely should be addressed and and brought to the attention of an adult or authority immediately. Because that person is in physical danger, but when it comes to a relationship, it's already a very sensitive matter, especially marriage, you know, but it's not your business. You're a kid. It's, it's just not your, oh, my God, stay in a child's place because these adults will figure it out. And, unfortunately, if it goes on 20 years, it's not the child's fault. That's, that's just the, it just all happened that, this, that the father was an asshole, you know. He just really didn't know where his place was, but, you know, and how to respect the mother and vice versa, versa, if it was a mother, then that's just a shame and a scandal. And when that child grows up, he will know my mother was a slut. But, hey, there's nothing. I don't see how it's a slut. Somebody say so, something. So, wait a minute. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay. Let, me just let, me, let me understand what you're saying. So you're saying that the better option here is for that child to watch 
that other parent cheat for as many years as it takes for them to get caught, for that that kid to just sit there and watch that other parent cheat and cheat and cheat, which is, wait a minute, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, I'm not finished, I'm not finished, wait a minute, I'm not finished, which watching that cheating is laying the foundation for this kid's idea of what relationships, marriage, and commitment is, regardless of what you think. That is affecting that child's image of people coming together and being married and what to expect. You're saying the better option than them standing up and being honest and saying something's going on and this is what's happening, and you need to tell Daddy, if you don't, I'm going to tell him. No, you're saying sit there and watch it play out and just sit there. That's what you do. Go the double S. Devastating either way logic because even if he does, he or she does bring it to the attention of the mother or father, whichever one is at fault, it's already at before that point emotionally devastating when that child grows up. They're still going to remember those memories of what their father did to mommy. It's it's almost like it's too late once it happens. If okay, but what it. they won't be is complicit in the cheating for it to continue. They'll be honest, and they'll tell the other parent what's going on if the other one doesn't stand up. And who knows, being called out by your kid, I know what you're doing with Miss So-and-so across the street, and you need to tell oh mom. That might be a sobering Stop moment going. for that father or that mother that's doing something yeah. foul for them to be like, oh, man, I'm bugging. Well, I need to get this again. together because now my kid, my kid has been watching me for the past three months, and I thought I was slick. So now you know that you've been destroying your kid's image of you and their father or you and their mother. So that might be a sobering moment for you as a person to grow, but you're saying forget about it, just watch the whole thing play out and let that foundation be set for that kid. That's what you're saying? Oh, um, I don't know. It's just it's really a toss-up right now. I really That's a really hard question, honestly. Really hard question. I don't know. <clears throat> Okay, we can't have dead silence on the radio, people. <laughs> I was waiting for what, whatever you had to say. All right. So I, I guess, listener, that's that's your answer, and uh, I, I will be reaching out to you with that answer. I do wish you the best. I'm sorry that this is happening. It's not your fault, but um, I'm sorry that you no, have to go through this, all. I guess. Um. Another question we have, why does marriage matter? What? Uh, matter oh, according to what? What, they, what is it? According to what? That's like a short. <laughs> Basically, why should people get married? Like, why does it matter if you're married or uh, just boyfriend, girlfriend? Uh, Some people uh, don't believe in institutional marriage, so that's what they're asking. Mm-hmm. Some people what? Some well, people I mean, I think, I, I think a lot of factors play into it. I mean, if you're... A religious person, marriage plays a big part. Yeah, you want to, you want to shack up all your life, you know, with the same girl. If you love her, marry her. You know, that's come on. But the question is, okay, what you're saying? I understand where logic is coming from religiously. You know, a lot of religions believe in marriage, but then BJ, you're just saying, you know, if you're shacked up with the same girl, if you love her, marry her. But then his question. His or her question might be, "Why? Like I'm, I'm, I'm here. I'm not cheated on her. What's the point?" 
is she pressuring him to be married, get married? Is this, you know, she giving you know, pressure? Uh, this is the only question I have. Know. Why does marriage uh, matter? Uh, oh, God. It matters if you love the person and you want to take it to the next level, you want to build something uh, on and on. But you can build something without technically being married. <laughs> that's true, too. But the, the question, that's, that's how he, uh, he uh, you know, sent the question in. It could be that way. Yeah, either way. That's not either way. When you're married, it not only is it a commitment before God, if whatever your religion is, but before God initially, but also in the courts. And also there are certain services that are offered to people that are couples, people that have taken that step and that commitment, even in society, even family and society. It's the difference of how you are viewed and respected when you have literally said, I take this person so seriously in front of the world, in front of my family, in front of society. There are other types of things you will not be qualified for as a single person, and it's none of anyone's business if someone's shacking up with you, but it makes a huge difference. It's not, if it wasn't a big deal, it wouldn't be so special in every culture and so celebrated. It is a big deal. It just, there's I mean, no either cool. or there. It's a huge difference. Anybody could shack up. There's no commitment there. I can just move out next Weekend, everything's gone. There are it's rules. There's like the, the, the way. There's the way. The question was. Um, he wrote the question. He texted in. Is the you know the question is like vast. It can be vast answers to that question. There's no. There's no right answer. Yes, no, you. You know what? I, I. I will. I will say this. I will say this. A lot of women can cut through. How many men are full of it? By the amount of men that don't want to marry them that would just rather be in the same house and smashing and splitting the grocery bill. You know, there's a lot of guys that will be okay with that, but there's very few dudes that will commit themselves to a woman in marriage for life. Just like there's very few women, and this is for men to cut through the nonsense, very few women that will get married that find a stringent prenuptial agreement that says she leaves or what she came with. You know what I mean? A lot of girls are all for marriage until you put that paper in front of them, then they act all, oh, you. I don't want you for any reason. If you don't want me for any reason, there ain't no reason for you not to sign a paper. Not to sign it, yeah. So, you know, it just cuts through the BS because, you know, women really don't stand to lose much from a divorce. You know, child support, alimony, and nine times a ten to get the house. But if you sign a paper that says you ain't getting none of that, and we're going to go even Steven on this kid, if you're saying that it costs $1,700 in child support for these kids, then you coming up with, what is that, you know, 850 Give me your 850 and I'll put my 850 with yours. Oh, well, wait a minute now. Uh, well, actually, it, you know, fiscally speaking, it doesn't really cause up. Oh, okay. All right. Well, now we're getting somewhere. So, yeah. Um, religiously, yeah, but governmentally, it doesn't really mean anything. It's just a tax bracket change. That's all. Well, a listener messaged in. They said, you're letting the world know that this is the person that you want to dedicate your life to. That's what marriage says. Uh, yeah. That's true. That's what that it says. Being committed for life. Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, it's, uh, not the same. it's not the same as being introduced as a girlfriend to your parents or a, this is my wife, 
there's a lot of that's involved, a lot of benefits, and there's also a lot of stress, but it means something. It doesn't, it's not just for nothing. Well, listen, I hope that you got, you got something out of those answers. But here, um, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. I will ask this question, coming from that question. What incentives does a man have anymore to marry a woman? Because women are having babies with other guys. They're making sex tapes with dudes. They're doing everything under the sun that you can ever imagine in a porno era with almost everybody. (laughs) What incentive do you have at this point to marry some girl? Like, what are you getting that every other schmuck that took her to a club and that's all he had to do? Like, you know what I mean? To get that from her, that's all he had to do was just give her a compliment and a smile. So what, what point? What point is it for a man at this point? With the way the well, I mean, obviously, is. if you're going after some Kim Kardashian, Paris Hilton, no, 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 no wait woman, a minute, then... no, don't, no, do not be unfair like that. It doesn't take a professional whore to act like that. You I'm got not talking about professional. Average... But I'm talking about women that would follow in their footsteps or look up to them or something like that. I'm not just talking about them. I just mentioned those names because. Those are the names that are out there. But if you're going for somebody who looks up to those kind of people, it does the same thing as those kind of people, calls herself yeah. like an Instagram no, model, but, see, but in I'm her saying. modeling. You're, you're, being, you're being disingenuous because there are some girls that have a – they work. They are a nurse. They, they are, you know what I mean? They went to nursing school, and they're just as much of a, of a professional slut as these girls were talking about. She's not looking up to Kim Kardashian, but she's still living that life where – She's banging dudes, no condoms, having babies, living, and everything that you could ever think of that would make a marriage work. You know, like, okay, well, you know, I was the one that was worth her doing all that. She's doing it with everybody else anyway. So it's like, what are you getting? What what are you getting for for the for the for your what will inevitably inevitably be your hard work and your money. And sacrificing your a big part of your freedom and financial financial um, future. Well, what are you getting? well, if you if <laughs> you, you marry the at? right girl, if you marry uh, the right girl that's uh, not like this, then yeah, the right girl. I guess you're you're getting somebody who would support you in your endeavors. I I, I don't know. I don't really have All an right, answer well, to Kai, that. Right, Kai, right now, Kai, right now, I want you to think of five girls that you know. And don't don't be a cheater and think of the most pious chicks that you've ever I'm talking about the five average friends that you have. And you honestly answer, are they going to give this guy, that's whoever marries him, anything that they didn't already give 12 other dudes before him? <clears throat> honestly. Be honest. I mean... Look at no, it. I, I can hear wow. you smiling. You know wow. what it is. It's it's all bull. You're not getting nothing. Wow. I'm telling you right now, these chicks now, you're not it's not worth it, the okay. time. If if you want to say that, then that's the same as a guy. Just because this guy got with me doesn't mean he didn't do the exact same thing for the first girl he was with. He did the exact same thing. Well, like, okay, like your what? idea of being in a re- not you are, I'm saying in general, your idea of being in a relationship is giving them, uh, I, I don't know, being there for them, you know, the whole sex thing, money. You did that for the first girl, right? That's what guys do for each girl they're with. Okay. 
So what's yeah, the difference? So, so, okay, but what I'm saying is, if you gonna if you found a guy that has a baby elsewhere, and he is running around slaying chicks left and right, then yeah, that's what you're getting. You know what I mean? But as we already said, most guys ain't gonna propose marriage to a girl. They just want to live with her and bang her for as long as possible. So if this guy is already proposing marriage to you, then he is fundamentally different than every other guy that you've talked to so far because he is willing to tie himself to you for life. My question is, those few, those few, wait a minute, wait a minute. My my thing is, those few guys that actually believe in marriage and want to be a good husband, what are they getting for their sacrifice? Nada. Y'all are both do bitter, women man. do do women? No, I'm, it's not bitter. Do not women me. buy a man a diamond ring for getting married? Do women buy that? No. But do when women she does, people way? look at her crazy for doing it. We what are not talking about look at the her crazy. twelve. We're not talking about the twelve out of a thousand women. We're talking about average. On average, women are no, not buying average, men. No, on average, the, women don't buy anything. Okay, that's just, true. Just listen to what I'm saying. A listener message in on it sounds like double standards. It's not double standards. <laughs> if you know, no, listen, and I know that was a girl that said that. If you know a dude's a whore, stop dating whores. Don't try to pretend like you don't know he's a whore. You know he's a whore, stop talking to him. Go meet yourself a square guy. You can tell which one's a square guy. And the dude that says he has a baby mama, turn it on the arches and keep it moving. Keep it moving. Because if he banged another chick out of wedlock and he just had a baby, that's who that guy is. So stop fooling yourself. Get out of here with that double standard stuff. Now, going back to this wedding thing, we have to pay for the ring. We are taking the economical brunt when it comes to the divorce. Child support, we're losing our houses. And on top of that, we're paying alimony. Those are three strikes that we're already are supposed to expect on the day that logic you decide to leave. No, logic, if you the, bride, the bride family pays for the and wedding. Please don't start talking over me. Let me no, no, what no. I'm saying. <laughs> These three things that I'm talking about, alimony, child support, and losing our house, this is what typically men lose in a marriage. Women tend to not lose anything. If they want to leave, they just leave. And they get these three yeah. things as a parting gift for staying with this guy for as long as they wanted to stay with him. So my thing is if we're taking all of those, those three things alone is a risk for us because that can have a man living in a four-bedroom house one minute to living, into, and living in a one-bedroom shack on the other yeah. side of town. And this guy is an accomplished dude. He's paid off all his, his school debt and everything, but he's still living like a pauper because he has to pay her for the rest of her life. That's what marriage does well, to a man in yep. a divorce situation. Someone so messaged in and said, then that the man rich? shouldn't fall for a whore. Uh, n- no, that's not okay. true. It had to be a whore. Now, now, here, now, here, now, here we go with this. Now, you <laughs> have women out here. You have women out here that are shacking up with dudes, living with them. They're letting dudes bang them with no protection, having all kinds of pregnancy scares, but they all claim they're allergic to some type of birth control. I can't take it because of this and that and blah, blah, blah. So a lot of women say Okay, you got dudes out here that are making sex tapes and doing everything they want to do with this girl, using her whatever way they want to, and this girl is doing it because she's telling herself, because he's showing her attention, 
and sexual content that, oh, he cares about me because she's lost. So my thing is, I understand she's lost. But in the end of the day, this is somebody else's personal porn star or some other girl that's giving this dude the, the husband treatment without him doing any of the risk of actually being her husband. So when a, a guy comes along and understands what it takes to really be a husband, what's he getting that some other guy didn't already get but has to work? What's he getting? Well. Yeah. Anyone? <laughs> hey, nothing, nothing. I don't, I don't have an answer to that. But at the same nothing. time, nothing. I mean, I guess women would be getting the the something out of it. So I don't know. Um, we did have one more question that I did want to get to really quickly. Uh, I don't know if we have time, but I'm going to say it really quickly. If we get cut off, we'll continue with the next show. Uh, my boyfriend says that he has a bond with his ex. Should I worry? What, uh, bond? What's the bond? What's the bond? What kind of bond? They have kids together. They're close. They keep them close. They talk. Well, I know what a bond is, but <laughs> they have kids together. Thanks for that um, definition. So, um, they have I kids don't together. think. Yeah, I mean, if they that. had kids together, they would say kids. He just said he has a bond with his ex. Well, so I'm thinking like well, best well, friend. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's cool. Now, nah, ain't too nice. Ex is the reason. Ex is ex. You know. They keep in nah. touch. They're friends. They talk on the phone. They're like buddies. Nah, you nah. know, that's... You think... It, nah, well, nah, the nah. way you're saying it, Char, you sound like that's okay. That's not cool. That's not cool. I still talk to my exes. We're very tight, but I don't see them. We just talk nah, on the phone. Cool. Most of them live outside of the state anyway. Nope. What do you talk about? The people that I have. What it's do you like talk about? My exes don't live here. They live outside of the state. We're close. We're, we're close to the that we live. I understand where they are. I'm asking you, what do you talk about? I mean, you know, we, we stay for You know how you go through that phase where you hate someone, you don't talk for six months, a year? We got past that, and it's always the same. Sure. What the talk about? You're all right, all right. After Everybody like, stop right there. Stop, stop, stop. We only have 30 seconds left. So we're going to go back over this question next show. Next show we're talking, do women break more hearts than men? Is that a true statement? Women break yeah. more hearts than men. So shut yeah. up. So next week we're going to be discussing that Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern time, right here on No Conduct Radio. Thank you all for messaging in your uh, your stressful job. We'll see you here next week. Women break more hearts than men. Peace out, everyone. Yes. Thank you, listeners. Peace. It was fun. Come back next week. Everybody PJ, have a great week. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, BJ. <laughs> Bye, Bye,